you're awoken late at night, dogs barking. You go out, you look to see what's going on. And in your driveway, you see what essentially is a ghostly pair of pants. A pair of pants. Uh, sort of, I would say walking, but walking doesn't quite cover it. It's sort of a weird, bumbling, rolling stroll. If you saw that in a movie or a cartoon, you would laugh. But I would think it was a spoof. There are many people who claim to have actually seen a creature that looks like this. First sighted in Fresno, California. That's how it got its name. Known around the world now as the Fresno Nightcrawler. We're going to talk about these odd little cryptids, aliens, interdimensional beings, whatever they are. They come in small, medium, large, and extra large. Well, well maybe not small, extra large. Yeah. But that was a pants joke. <laughs> you measure pants by waist size. Okay. Where do you buy your pants? <laughs> Sweats. So we're going to talk about these uh, 52-inch pant size Fresno Nightcrawlers. From a child born into this world, we are taught what to believe. Close-minded, we become fearful to be deceived. Still, we desire to know what lies beyond that locked door. The art of the storyteller, conjuring tales of legend and lore. History hidden, lost knowledge, things forgotten, and the unknown. These are the things that direct us and will set the tone. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Nightmares on the Lost Highway. So when we sit down and come up with ideas, we like to, we always offer these glimpses behind the the curtain, if you will. There's a lot that goes on behind the curtain. Some of it, trust me, you don't want to know. Sometimes we come (laughs) up with some good ideas and sometimes we come up with ideas that are kind of so-so and on more than one occasion, I'll come up with an idea that I really like that Eric doesn't like or Eric Vice comes versa. up with an idea that I don't like. And sometimes we don't even come up with ideas at all at the time that we need to. So in the in-between weeks of recording, we, we needed a third topic and I just happened to, to stumble across a reference to the Fresno Nightcrawler and I said, well, that's an interesting idea. I love the name of it. it it's a cool name. It's an interesting thing. There's videos out there on YouTube. So if you want to know what they look like, and we'll reference where there there's actual video evidence of these things as we talk about them. But yeah, like I described in the intro there, it's a it's a creature, uh, depending on, on the video footage and the tails. I mean, sometimes they're about a foot and a half tall, and some stories go all the way up to seven foot tall. So, you know, when you said extra large. Mm-hmm. But they're not only exclusive to California, no, although the been, majority are. Yeah, no, there have been sight- sightings all over the world, including one that I have uh, in Poland even. So, you know, there's that. all over the place. Now, did they originate in Native American folklore? Well, no, not really. They they have these carvings that they thought were indicative of the Fresno Nightcrawler. And then I guess when they dug deeper into that story, they found a, a Native artist in Brazil who did these carvings. But he's like, they're not based on anything. I just thought of this design, thought it looked cool. Yeah, I'd you know. come across in my research that uh, you know early on, I was like, oh, this is definitely Native American. And then pretty quickly, I think that was debunked. And there's like, no, 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 this, this has no ties whatsoever to any native american group or affiliation so the best place to start is at the beginning and with the fresno nightcrawler you have a definite beginning definite fresno california the year is 2007 november dusty agricultural town a man simply known as jose i can find no other references to a last name anywhere had a surveillance camera watching his front lawn i guess he'd had some some burglary uh someone tried to steal from him so he had installed this security camera and the camera's watching his front lawn And he wakes up when his dogs are barking. 
And, you know, again, the guy's been robbed or stolen from at some point. And he says it's not like just the the dog's normal barking here is like whimpering. And I mean, yeah. it's, it's something pretty severe. So he gets up, he goes over, he looks at his, looks at the footage from his security camera and he sees these, these two creatures and creature is a generous word for what essentially I was telling Eric before we sat down, <laughs> you've probably seen these videos of like kids where they'll put their arms in their sweatpants and pull their sweatpants all the way up to their shoulders. It looks like that. Yes. It's two white creatures, no arms, no discernible head, just sort of a pair of legs, if a, you will. A little bit of a, a waist slash torso. Some yeah. of them even have like a little twist kind of the top that some speculate that, well, if they do have a mouth and an eyes, that must be yeah, where it's at. where it was at. Although the video footage is, is blurry and you never can really make that out. But yeah, it's just basically, and I'm going to use this joke quite a bit because it, it was a coming a recurring theme. It just looks like a pair of pants, like a weird pair of pants walking across his front lawn, basically. As, as my granddaughter would say, pants. 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 But they're just kind of walking along the front lawn there. Uh, and, and the footage is really quick. It's really short. It's not the best footage. Again, it's, you know, security camera footage. And there's a reason for that we'll get into. Jose, of course, uh, he runs to get his brother and wake him up and get him to rewatch the footage with him. And, you know, they, of course, have no idea what they're looking at. So... At some point after this initial sighting, Jose's brother did claim to see small footprints in the area where these these walking creatures were seen. And I believe even got a couple of photographs. They almost look like Polaroids or something. And by the way, they did go out and check on the dogs. Dogs were all fine. Yeah. And these walking pair of pants had <laughs> totally just vanished from the neighborhood. They're, they they weren't anywhere around. And they, yeah. they're not moving fast Well, no, and on the camera. Again, so, they yeah. have this weird bumbling, loping rolling kind of walk they got like like their knee joints are weird or something like their knee joints almost bend backwards they have at extra times. joints maybe <laughs> and it's like maybe a, a man walking on crutches very stiff yeah, yeah. not a fluid motion now like eric said the, the footage is really bad that is out there that's because the original footage has been lost the footage that's been popularized online is a recording of the video footage that's on another monitor so it's a exactly. copy of a copy, if you will. Yeah. Uh, but that the original footage was lost, so all you have left is this grainy video that looks really bad. Now, of course, Jose's seen this weird thing. He wants answers. He wants to know what he saw. So he begins sharing this footage in the hopes of finding an explanation. Eventually, it ends up in the hands of uh, a paranormal investigator that works for Univision, Victor Camacho. Now, if you've seen the movie Idiocracy, you know that the president uh, was Com President Camacho. So that was my first thought here. <laughs> so in my head, Victor Camacho looks like Terry Crews. I'm, I'm sure he doesn't. But. <laughs> anyway, Camacho was the host of the Spanish-speaking supernatural program Los Desvelados, which translates to The Sleepless Ones. And again, prior to recording, I told Eric. That's a cool title. I wish we'd found that name. Touche, yeah. touche. Apparently he beat us to it. This was 2007, so we, he was way. But I, I like that name. That's a neat name. Camacho met Jose at his home just to take a look at where the footage was filmed. And as the two of them worked together, they determined that these uh, walkers, these, these night crawlers, must have been quite small. Uh, the smaller of the two, probably no more than a foot and a half. So they were, they were quite small creatures. And it was automatically like assumed this must be like a, a mother and a child or a father and a, a child. You know, it was, it was just kind of assumed. It, it seems like uh, there wasn't really a lot of discussion, nothing discerning. If there is a sex, what sex is what, or, you know, anything. But, yeah, it was like a, a little baby and, <laughs> and an adult. 
Well, and some of the other sightings are usually in pairs. Yeah. It's usually two of them. So Now, in some sightings, I found mention, I never could say in the photos, because again, the photos, videos were always blurry. Some people claim that they see what I'll describe as webbing in between the legs, which I thought that was an interesting little twist, but. One description said that it was almost like a cloth, almost like a a cape, kind of flapping of cloth. So, yeah, some sort of webbing or, or, or something hanging down. Uh, some people say that might be the clothing of the creature, that, that what we're seeing is not the creature itself, but the creature in some sort of suit. Pants wear clothes. <laughs> some sort of pants. <laughs> now, as this became famous, this story kind of leaked out and, and spread around the world, it was brought to people's attention that there may have been a similar incident prior to this. This story comes from 2004, when a 17-year-old driver supposedly saw a strange thing on the side of the road one night while driving in Manchester, Indiana. Now, what he described at the time was a creature that was thin with long legs that looked humanoid. It moved oddly as if disjointed, which sounds obviously similar to our Fresno sighting. Mm -hmm. The difference here was that this one was much taller, said to be over six foot tall. A second car with Thus my extra large Yeah, the extra large. A second car with two elderly passengers also drove by and saw the same creature. I guess they stopped. If I remember the story correctly, they stopped and they conferred with the first car, the younger passenger, and they all agreed what they had seen was was this tall, lanky, weird, moving creature before they decided they didn't want to be on the side of the road at night with this thing roaming around. (laughs) And so they all got in their cars and headed home. So that is a potential earlier sighting of a Fresno Nightcrawler-like creature. Now, the next really official sighting of of Fresno Nightcrawlers. That would be four years in 2011. And, and at this point, I guess if you're seeing them in more places than Fresno, you could just call them the night crawlers. The night crawlers. So four years later in 2011, nighttime video footage of an area of particular woods of Yosemite National Park, which is also very close there to the Fresno region, caught these elusive and mysterious creatures' pants, pants <laughs> yet again. Now, the security cameras caught, again, two of these creatures walking across an open field with kind of the... the the uh, force in the background. And I will say this video footage, I guess because it was probably, you know, government funded or whatever, was a little bit better. Yeah. But it is at a distance. So you still kind of are having a hard time making out a lot of the detail. Now, one appeared about four foot tall, the second smaller, almost like, again, that childlike version of the creature that I had mentioned. The state park's camera quality, like I said, was considerably better. They were able to enlarge it to a degree. Definitely a lot better than Jose's copy of a copy that Camacho ended up basically having. It seemed this was a, you know, a, a confirmed second reported sighting that really, as Bill was starting to say, kicked off the whole phenomenon on the internet, the sensation, and you know, kind of really established the Fresno Nightcrawler, although you know, this took place in the Yosemite National Park. There started to be a few bleed overs, people that were saying, oh, well, I also saw something similar to that. But it did seem to hold that that Fresno reported sighting is obviously where it gleams its name that yeah. whether it had been the first or not seems to be the one that really kind of struck it home. And then this Yosemite National Park just elevated it to the Internet sensation that it is. Well, in investigating the Yosemite sightings, I guess a, a, an investigator went to the location and they were able to pinpoint where the crawlers were walking. So they took a baby stroller, and they placed it in roughly the same place and did some comparisons. 
You kind of a size comparison. Yeah, determined that the taller one, like you said, and you said it was about four foot tall. They said it was about the height of the baby stroller, which, you know, baby stroller with handles up. Yeah. And the smaller one was only about half as tall as the larger one. So, again, you've got, you know, that one was four foot. Maybe the other one was two foot. I said earlier a foot and a half on the little one. So they're not, not like crazy big or anything usually, you know, unless you count the six foot one. And, again, it, it's it's surveillance camera footage so it's not great like the video right. camera it, it, the footage isn't perfect and it's always at dusk nightfall to, which i mean even if you have yeah. nighttime surveillance it's never as clear as if it's in broad daylight and, and these night crawlers were also noted to be walking much slower than the one in jose's video they were kind of strolling along where jose he said his were sort of jogging so now which leads us kind of to some sidebar discussion that i got into while doing the research one person had posted it's like well whatever these things are walking pants don't seem to be camera shy whatsoever they don't care they don't seem to be alerted that they're being on they just camera stroll right out there for the just, camera. yeah they're just like hey here we're out just taking a leisurely stroll but yet some other people kind of jumped in and said that's not exactly true because all of this was security camera footage it wasn't like a paparazzi was out there with flash films you know and, hey pose for me imagine if- so maybe they didn't know they were being filmed cryptid paparazzi in my head now is just like one it'd be an interesting band name but two that's footage i want to see oh i want to see that jump like, out in front hey, of bigfoot big hey bigfoot hey like he's asleep in a cave you know is it true you're sleeping with ariana grande <laughs> so as we progress through time a, a poster on reddit which i love reddit we all know that posted about a sighting of a similar creature in 2015 they said while visiting their mother who lived on the outskirts of lompoc california which which also happens to be right outside of Vandenberg Air Force Base. So, mm. yeah, Air Force Base. Saw a tall black figure walking alongside a hill. And he described this, or he or she, I, I, I don't have gender reference here, but described this creature as being about a quarter the height of a telephone pole. Wow. Which I don't know the actual height of a telephone pole off the top of my head. I'm, I'm thinking 30 foot, maybe. Uh, was very skinny, had no arms, and was walking in a strange hunched over manner. Uh, they said as if possibly looking for something on the ground. Now, of course, this person, you know, dismissed the sighting until they saw the video of the Fresno sighting, at which point it sort of clicked. That's exactly what I saw, the only difference being that it was black. Now, there's a man in Poland in 2017 who also claims to have seen this creature. He videotaped it with a handheld camera. Now, there you go. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Paparazzi. Yep. It was only seen briefly, but it appears to have similar traits as the Yosemite sighting. This creature appears rigid, but moves in the same rolling, twisting manner as the Nightcrawlers and other videos. There's another alleged sighting from Billings, Montana on April 25th of 2020. Yep. Uh, this was captured on a home surveillance system about 9.45 at night. Again, footage isn't the best quality, but it does seem to show a similar creature lurking at the edge of the camera's view. It then walks into frame, stops, and, hey, here I am, Yep. turns around and walks back the way it came. Now, I had that down as uh, Sean Regan of Billings, Montana. And what kind of a, caused him to go back and look at that security footage was he was out walking his property and he found a deer carcass, a deer that had died. There was no bullet wounds. There was no signs of any injuries like that had been hit by a car or anything like that. It was just lying there. You know, at first, as he walks up on it, he's saying, well, it was a mountain lion attack or whatever. But again, there's, there's nothing, no blood or anything. So his thoughts was, I'm going to review some of my video footage, hoping that maybe it caught something. So as he's going back through his video footage, hoping that maybe he caught this deer or whatever it could have happened to the deer on camera, 
he does find that video footage that Bill had mentioned on a camera anywhere from about 50 to 100 foot away. Now, he doesn't get to see the deer. He doesn't get to see anything attack the deer. But as Bill said, and it's almost comical if you know the story of what he was looking for, because again, this pair of pants <laughs> just kind of steps out of the woods, just like, hey. And then just steps right back into the shadows again. So it was really kind of a, I thought, a funny comedy kind of thing. So there is one other sighting which is very similar and, and just different enough that it didn't really start getting lumped in until later. And that is a sighting from Ohio known as the Carmel Area Creature. Sounds delicious. <laughs> the witnesses are a 60-year-old former Marine who has yet to be named, which, I mean, I would think in his line of work, you wouldn't want to be associated with this story. Yeah. And his wife. They were driving near Carmel on December 12th, 2014, and as they came over a hill, they saw a seven-foot-tall, slender gray creature, which they now call the Carmel Area Creature. That kind of stuck for a little while, too, in the local tabloids and newspapers. The, the Carmel Creature. The unnamed witness said the following, quote, We recently bought a place in the Fort Hill area. We first noticed, after about 30 days of living there, that we suddenly have a perfect circle that stays fresh green, no matter what weather in our front yard. On Friday night, we were driving home. After turning onto Carmel Road, which leads to our road, we went around the curve by the Carmel Church. And then, you know, this really sounds like some Willy Wonka stuff. It does. I was thinking the same thing. It's like, this is Willy Wonka We turned town. up the Carmel Road to the Carmel Church. The Carmel Church. Road to the Carmel Church. We had Carmel pants. Yeah. And then up a small incline and approximately 10 feet over the incline. And in front of our truck, the alien, in, in quotes, ran across the road and into the woods. Now, the Carmel area creature is tall and gray with presumably no arms. That's why now it's getting lumped in with the night crawlers, with long muscular legs, which is kind of strange considering the way the other Everybody one. Everybody else described. was real slender, yeah. And walking in an odd bipedal manner with backward bending knees in a strange jerky sort of almost rhythm, which is definitely like the yep. night crawlers. Yep. Now, obviously, this creature, known as the the caramel creature at that time, sees this car and is alerted and runs across the highway to my point earlier. So, you know, maybe they don't want to have their pictures taken. They're just getting all this grainy video footage because they don't know they're being filmed. While many believe the Nightcrawlers to be some sort of cryptid with possible origins in any of American lore, like we talked about earlier, it doesn't really seem to be the case. Again, they've, they've poked holes in that theory. Others theorize the Nightcrawlers may in fact be some sort of alien life form. Uh, other explanations include a possible new species of short-armed primate. That seems pretty far-fetched. Yeah. A misidentified deer standing upright? I mean, if you've seen the videos, I don't think that's it. Pants or a puppet on a wire? Kind of marionette I mean, yeah, like don't puppets. get me wrong. I, I could kind of see that. A bird walking like a crane? I come across several references of uh, white cranes in that area. They do have slender legs, but uh, to me, no, not, not a fit. And this is my favorite. A person wearing big pants and walking on stilts. Which, again, they do look pretty weird like that. Yeah. But if they're only a foot and a half tall, probably not a dude on stilts. No. Unless it's a little guy. Trained little monkey. Little monkey. Little, little monkey. Little spider monkey. Yeah. So in 2012, the sci-fi channel show Fact or Faked investigated the original Nightcrawler footage, and they said they were unable to determine if it was a hoax or not. So even if the Nightcrawler is a hoax, the people of Fresno have certainly embraced these little weirdos. As a lot of these little small towns, are, and I, that makes me very happy. You know, <laughs> these little towns, you could fight it, you could say it doesn't exist, but why not just embrace yeah. it? So KCET, a Southern California TV station, notes that in the Fresno area and really all over the internet now, there's all sorts of Nightcrawler merchandise to be had. 
with fans buying everything from t-shirts to plush toys to stickers to pants featuring the walking pants. (laughs) I think with that being said, it's headline time. Headlines. Well, tonight we talked about the uh, Fresno Nightcrawler, uh, and particularly kind of home-based, if you would, in California, but obviously across. Well, that led me to my headline for this evening on what other creatures might you expect to find cryptid-wise. And I I was trying to find something relatively new, and this one kind of took us to the ocean or water, because, you know, California is kind (laughs) of known for that, so I'm stretching here for my headline. But uh, a mermaid story. I have to say, as far as video footage, we talked about uh, the Fresno Nightcrawler having very grainy, not-so-good footage. This video footage that was shot in 2021 uh, at Lake Shalaton, I believe is the proper pronunciation, uh, in Nicaragua, was some of the clearest video footage I have ever seen. It is unreal. And it I'm sure the guy that was filming it, who is unnamed, did not want to go on record, but uh, there's a lot of that, maybe has zoomed in on it. But you can see not a typical mermaid that you would expect, you know, definitely not the aerial Disney version, not even necessarily having the human uh, upper torso, but imagine kind of a, a caterpillar cocoon looking creature, a white larva. Eric, I don't find that attractive at all. That is Mermaids not, are supposed to be hot. Yeah, this one's not hot. Well, maybe because of the sun baking <laughs> it, but, but uh, plump, juicy. Oh, dude. Kind of oozing, uh, but a big, white, almost headless featured blob with the traditional fishtail. Gross. And two very distinct arms that looked very small compared to the rest of its body size. Well, this guy in Nicaragua has this film, like, according to the story, he's driving along the road and they're, they're looking for a place to fish. So he's looking for a place to be able to pull off. And, um, that, that's kind of what has occurred. He's pulled his truck off. Uh, he does have someone with him, fishing partner of some sort. I, again, I don't know the nature, but, uh, they look down and there's this old dock and I will say rickety, but it wasn't like one of those you'd fall through, but you know, just a well-worn dock. And this creature is not laying out sun tanning. It's more of like it got dropped on a hot tin plate and is writhing. I mean, on this, it's flopping around. It's rolling over on its back and twisting and turning, almost like it's trying to get back into the water. The, the whole episode is maybe just shy of two minutes. The creature that they're filming, again, they, you can tell they zoom in on it. Super clear footage. It finally rolls over on its belly, kind of does a a push-up with these small, tiny hands that, again, that are way out of culture for the rest of the size of the body. And you can see the fish tail, I mean, definitely moving, full animation. And you you think, okay, is this somebody in a body costume? But I have to say the movement and the gestures, this is like top-notch movie kind of stuff, if it was. It finally makes it to the side of this dock and not gracefully by any means kind of just rolls off into the water with a splash. Now, apparently this unnamed gentleman has started his descent down this path leading down to the dock 
because he's he's like following it and it's it's almost like the the mermaid seen him coming and maybe that give it the extra momentum to you know i gotta get the heck out of here but he films this thing swimming off into the water kind of at a almost like a, up at the lake bill can relate to this maybe some of you others can you you come across maybe a catfish that's feeding and then just like whoosh i mean it darts off it's leaving kind of some ripples again if that's somebody in a suit i hope you can hold your breath for a while because i can't see you swimming very well in that thing but uh not, again not much information is available on the report the film submitter is again unnamed it's an anonymous in my mind it reeks of a forgery but on the other hand it's like wow somebody if they if they did you know forge this it was a heck of a foam outfit and well played well played but that took place in 2021 and i just thought well that's going to be my headline for tonight so my headline is from fox 26 news by michael telez dated january 2nd 2024 strange light seen in new year's eve sky in fresno ufos are playing uh, just another peek into strange fresno a group of friends were having fun on new year's eve in fresno uh, when they suddenly spotted seven strange lights traveling across the sky now of course in this day and age of cell phones they took video of what they saw and the videos they sent in were taken at around 11:45 p.m near cedar and mckinley avenues now in one video you see a woman turning away as she's being filmed only to notice a pair of lights in the sky so the camera pans over to show these two lights just as another light pops into view just behind them before they all move into what seems to be a triangle formation. After about a minute, the person recording notices two more bright lights traveling close together side by side, and then to their surprise, two more come into view and travel in the same direction. Now, Nome In, which is the, you know, the unidentified, I guess, you know, recorder of the video, said, quote, I was immediately under the impression I was seeing the Starlink satellites, which was mind-blowing to me, but after seeing them separate the way they did, we weren't so sure. Hmm. Which the Starlink satellites, if you've seen video of what they look like, they just travel in a line. Yeah. So, They're, it's very interesting to watch that yeah. footage, but yeah, very distinct. Uh, she went on to say they were all left uh, just stumped by what they had seen, and they all tried to make sense of what they were seeing. Possibilities that they came up with were Chinese lanterns. Usually they move in a pretty predictable pattern. Following the wind. Flares usually fall to the ground, airplanes, space debris, military, and of course, UFOs. Now, the woman says the lights were too bright and far out to be lanterns, and that they lived by an airport, but they couldn't tell if they weren't airplanes, they were airplanes. I would think if you lived by an airport, you'd get pretty familiar with that. So by the end, they still cannot explain what they had seen. The witnesses were left drunk and stumped. Drunk and stumped. <laughs> yeah, I had to keep that quote. I liked that. So, Bill. My question to you is this. If you were able to create a brand new cryptid, regardless of the talent technology that might be needed, sky's the limit. Now, you're, you make it sound like I'm hoaxing. I'm hoaxing? Is that what you're saying? You or, could be hoaxing. Or I'm just, or I've discovered you this You could thing. have discovered okay. this. But this would be like your, oh my gosh, the perfect cryptid, you know, kind of thing. Now, whether you hoax it or it's legit, either way, sky's the limit. What would it be? In my mind. And bear with me, it's going to sound a little goofy, but... No, I'm used to you being goofy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've, I'm sure you've heard of the borrowers of the littles or whatever, the mm -hmm. little, little pixie Yeah, the little, little people. I think if we're going to find something new, it's going to have to be little. And I would love the idea of some little house elf type thing that's living in your walls or whatever. I would be cool, yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm actually playing a game with my son called It Takes Two. Not, not exactly little people, but, you know, you're... 
little dolls and you're running through the yard and you're trying to get back to your house and, and everything's, you know, you're running through the trees and massive scale yeah, differences. Really and, but I think if we're going to find like a really new cool creature, it's going to be something little. And so I'd love to have like video footage of some little person like running out of the wall, grabbing a button and running back or something like that. Brownie pixie yeah, sprite like kind of along those lines. Ah, that's cool. That's a cool idea. How about you? Well, me myself, uh, I kind of went a different direction. Well, I, I do have another answer, but and I'm sure you could probably figure that one out. I'm thinking this may be more along your lines, but a deep ocean creature. Because in my it's mind, I mean, the ocean takes up so much of the earth. And honestly, it's the most undiscovered area of the earth. So there's things underneath there, I think, that we are truly discovering you know, new species all the time. But mine's a little D&D inspired. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons, you know me. So, so I'm envisioning... This thing can walk upright. It can be on land, but it favors the water and is quick on land, quick in water. Of course, got to have both. A shark's head, it has arms, but like its fingers are octopus squid tentacles. Well, you're making it weird. And then an alligator kind of body with this huge tail. Uh, kind of Godzilla meets shark meets octopus hybrid. And maybe as it comes up, out of the water, you know, it's it goes to these fishing boats and stuff that are taking maybe its kindred or its prey, fishing up all this stuff, takes these tentacles and it can just like reach up and grab someone and drag them into the water or throw them into the rows and rows of their sharp teeth. Uh, they can also use that tail to just club and beat the crap out of anybody <laughs> that's trying to come up behind it. And I would name it appropriately Octo Sharkzilla. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost certain that movie exists. <laughs> no, okay. If if you really want to go with like my perfect cryptid, there would also be like grainy footage taken of a boat, maybe like a whaling ship. You know, it's illegal, but you know, the Chinese, they still do that. All right, right. And then like a three foot dorsal fin just comes up out of the water and a megalodon like megalodon. snatches the corpse. There and it is. Off. There it is. I mean, really, I mean, you know, my perfect cryptid. I got you. I got you. Well, we hope that you've enjoyed yet another installation of Nightmares on the Lost Highway as we dove into a little bit of the famous Pants of Fresno, <laughs> otherwise known as the Fresno Nightcrawler. Thanks for listening. Hey, real quick, call to action. I think Eric would agree. We'd like to grow this Nightmares on the Lost Highway. Absolutely. If you could, if you're listening on Apple, if you would go and give us a review and, and rate us. Uh, if you have some feedback, that's fine, too. Uh, whatever whatever platform you're listening, follow us, rate us, give us some reviews. That helps get some recognition and gets our name out there. We do have a Facebook page, Nightmares on the Lost Highway. You can easily find us if you want to communicate with us. If you want to share some uh, possibilities for future podcasts with us, you know, reach out. We want to talk with you guys. When I first found out I had Native American heritage, there was a guy that I worked with that always called me Chief. And so, of course... You know, like the first week after he comes up to me one day and he's like, hey, chief. And I was like, you cannot call me that. And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, I, I have one seventy second Native, Native, Native American, Native American and, and I have not earned. And he got so like, oh, God, dude, I'm so sorry. I'm like, nah, I'm just, man, I don't care. If I was legit Native American, <laughs> I wouldn't look like this. <laughs> the Victor Camacho was the host of the Spanish speaking supernatural program. 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 No sign of any energy. Uh, blah, 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 blah. energy. No sign of any energy. 
Now, while many believe the Nightcrawlers to be some sort of cryptid, the no, uh, I while love mi- the way you led into that cryptid, kind of like William Shatner kind of version. Cryptid, cryptid. I want to take a time to thank the people that helped bring this all together. Uh, Alex Tudor, you can almost call him our producer at this point. Sarah Tudor, who also helps with some of the technical stuff. I want to take a moment to extend thanks to Eric for letting us use his space to record in kind of our makeshift studio. I, in turn, would like to thank Bill for, one, putting up with me and uh, (laughs) using this camaraderie to do something we both very much love and enjoy doing. And thank Bill's family for allowing him to spend all the time to work and clean up our recordings and present them in what uh, you hear in the final uh, terms, uh, the final edition, if you will. And we'd like to thank all of you for continuing to, to listen. I know we've got some loyal followers out there. We do this as a labor of love, but we're, we're happy that there are people that enjoy it as, hopefully as much as we do. Thank you very much.